You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hey everyone, this is Kristen Maxwell, and you are listening to your superpowered mind. Today we have an amazing guest, somebody I can't wait to talk to. And she's going to be talking us to us about how psychics help with healing of the spirit and soul. And I am so glad you're here because we are going to be talking to our guest, Tony Green, to understand the process of transformation that she's gone through and then also how she helps people with their own transformation. So Tony Green is a psychic. She's a world-renowned psychic medium. She has multiple TV and radio shows, including Messages from Above, Psychic Medium Tony G, Healing with Tony, and more. She's the author of five books, and her passion is using her healing gifts to help others create lives that they love. So Tony, welcome to Your Superpowered Mind. Oh, thank you. It's such an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm thrilled to talk to you. So my first question to guests is what superpower did you uncover as a result of mastering your mind? Uh, I would say, and I don't know if this is a superpower, but it's a super way of being peace. So when you master your mind, you have this sense of peace. And when you have this sense of peace, you have just this sense of knowing everything's going to be okay. You are okay. The world is okay. Um, You're not in that state of constantly worrying or wondering or uh, fear. That state of peace is a really uh, just a super it's it's the best superpower for your mind that you could possibly have wow yes just um peace would definitely be something that i think all of us are seeking without even sometimes knowing that that is what we are seeking absolutely i think people um Peace is the end result of resolving a lot of our emotional traumas and turmoils that we have suffered throughout our life. And we don't realize, like you said, that what we are seeking is peace. We want to just be calm. We want to not have the turmoil or the mind battles, as I like to call them, that go on sometimes daily for most of us like should I do this should I do that is this right is that wrong I did this and I'm and people don't realize how much they punish themselves for things that have happened in the past and and in a state of peace you just have acceptance and that doesn't happen any longer wow how are you inside my head (laughs) (laughs) I want to make a joke and go, yes, yes, I am. But no, no, I'm not. (laughs) I totally forgot you were a psychic when I said that. That's very (laughs) (laughs) So how how did you um, find this piece? How have you found Um, your way to that calm? 
you know what the biggest sense I'm going, I'm going to say this and I hope everybody feels this answer. The biggest sense of peace came when I started using my gifts as my purpose for others. Like, I think we all have this restlessness. Am I doing the right thing? Am I in the right place? Am I, um, is, am I on my path? And I, I had done a number of careers prior to doing what I do now. And when I started doing this, in which I've had these gifts all my life, and I thought, well, everybody has these gifts. Uh, but when I started doing this, a sense of purpose came in, and I felt like I was where I was supposed to be. And in doing that and having that feeling, a lot of things quieted down in me. I hope, I hope that makes sense. That does. That, that very much makes sense. And one thing that, that stands out to me is that you actually um, knew what your gifts are, were and are and were able to find a purpose. And I think so many people are struggling to figure out what actually are their gifts and what is their purpose. Yeah. And can I just say, um, because I've had this all my life and I didn't even know what it was, like I would walk up to somebody and and something would blurt out of my mouth and then I'd just walk away like nothing happened. Um, I never realized it was considered a gift. And I just thought everybody had this ability. It was so easy. It was part of every conversation that I had. So when I started doing this or or doing it professionally, before I started doing it professionally, I was watching a video of someone and I just went, huh, that's what I do. And then that's when it really clicked like, oh, I guess this is kind of, people do kind of consider this a big deal because they, not, not everybody can do this. Now, the one thing I want to say is your gifts are usually just like that. Something you do so easily that you've been able to do for a very long time that you would think, Everybody should just be able to do this, but they can't, but they don't. They aren't able to do it. Those are typically your gifts. We come in with them and they're honed throughout our life. That's beautiful. That is a very great, um, clear definition of, of what a gift might be and what people can look at and, and see what truly is um, something that they've done without even being aware of it. So uh, just really briefly, because I, we're going to have to go to break relatively soon. What does it mean to be a psychic medium? Like what kind of gifts do you have? Okay. So I always say I'm a psychic, a medium and a channel. So when people are talking to me or they're asking me questions or they're in a place of turmoil, information comes through me and out of me to them. 
So I'm kind of, I compare myself to a radio sometimes, <laughs> like you tune into a station and just stuff. It's not coming from that radio. It's coming from a different place. It's coming through the radio for you. That's kind of the way I can best describe that, what it's like to be a, a, a psychic channel is that information comes through me for people. Um, a lot of times I have no idea what, what's about to come out of my mouth, <laughs> which can be interesting. I, I can imagine because we, so many of us watch our words so carefully. Well, I really want to hear some more about how you help with healing the spirit and soul of others. And um, we're going to have to do that after the break. But first, can you tell people where they can find find you if they want to learn more about what you do? Absolutely. So you can find me on my website. It's probably the easiest way. It's um, Tony, T-O-N-I-G dot info. And I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But my website is by far the easiest way to connect with me, see the works I do, and uh, get the information to directly contact me. Great. And does it also have links to your shows and all that sort of stuff? I actually have a press page that has, um, or a a TV and radio show page that has all my TV shows and radio shows uh, going back for years. So yes, you can go there and uh, binge watch if you do so choose some of my shows. Uh, That's great. I I might be doing that after this. Excellent. We're going to go to a break now, and um, when we come back, we're going to be talking to Tony a little bit more about how she helps others with the spirit and soul, and maybe about how you can um, use some of what her knowledge and what she's learned about herself to apply to your own lives. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Your Superpowered Mind, and we are talking to Tony Green about how she uses her gifts to create lives they love and to heal their spirit. So, Tony, how did you, um, like, what kind of things can you, do you help people with? What does that look like for those of us who have not really experienced a psychic um, for ourselves? What kind of questions or things do you get coming to you? Um, it depends on the person, but the, the main questions that I get as far as a psychic is people want to know, are they doing what they're supposed to do? Are they, um, well, let me back up a little bit. Most people want to know about their relationships and their finances. Those are 
typically the first two questions I get, when am I going to meet someone or is this the person or will we get back together again? Those are some of the main relationship questions that I get. And then finances, of course, the first question I get on finances is, are my finances going to be okay? Are my finances going to get better? Um, the other area that people talk to me about is their career. Are they going into the right career? Are they going to get hired soon for a company? Where can they find that career? Are they doing the right work? Then they'll go into, usually if they have children, they'll ask about their children, they'll ask about their family. But the, the primary things are, am I in the right place? Is this the right person? Um, people want to know that they're going down the right path, understandably, of course. Right. That, that would help to give a a feeling of peace about what they're doing and where they are. <laughs> exactly. The only thing that we have on this plane or this planet is time. Truly, that is the only measure that we have on this plane. And therefore, we don't want to waste our time with someone or doing something that maybe is out of alignment with where we are supposed to be. So I always say to everybody, you know, even if, if you're with somebody and it doesn't work out, it was not a waste of time. You've learned valuable, valuable lessons during that. Uh, you've learned what you like and what you don't like. But if we can utilize that time to be in our best place, doing our best things, with the best, surrounded by the best people, then you really have something. Right. So what kind of, uh, this? I don't know if the, how to ask this exactly, but what kind of information do you get in response to these questions? Is it, um, I know you said you're like a radio and you tune in. Do you, are you tuning into their, you're understanding their spirit? I um, it depends on the person. So most of the time, I always say I'm just tuned into that universal consciousness or higher energies, God energies or angel energies. Sometimes guides or loved ones will come through and give them messages. Um, but mostly it's just their, their higher beings coming through those beings that know their life path, what they're supposed to be here and getting those answers from that like source energy, if you will, yes. which, which probably leaves you with like a hundred more questions. <laughs> yes, <it> does. And <laughs> And I wish we had three hours to talk to you about them because I'd be so curious to to understand that. Is is there a way that you um, have seen, you know, in your work where people can learn to tune into their higher beings themselves without actually having the gifts that you have? Oh, absolutely. We're all born with this. We all come in seeing the other side. Um, we all come in hearing the other side. 
we all have these gifts when we come in. Nobody comes in shut down or closed to them. It's through our childhood that we're told it's imaginary or that's not true or more likely at some point something uh, scares us um, and then we close it down. We see something that is uh, fearful to us and then we shut it down. And in Western culture, it's believed, like, like I cannot tell you the number of people who don't want to be called crazy, who don't want to be thought of as crazy. So they don't even entertain this or they're afraid it's something dark and ominous. So they wouldn't even entertain opening their gifts or thinking about this for fear of what other people will think about them. Now, this gift is inside of us. It's our connection to all that is, all that was, all that will ever be. And all we have to do is just like if we're going to learn to play tennis, we have to practice, practice, practice. We have to get our right form in. We have to get our right uh, shots in. With this, it's the exact same thing. We have to get in that right place, that right state of mind, and, and make that connection stronger. And the more that we practice this, the better it will get. And I will tell you what a beautiful world this would be if everybody was connected to source and knew everything was okay and that they had a purpose. They're here on purpose, for a purpose, with purpose. And if they're connected to source or, or their angels or whatever we want to call them, and they are open to that, they have an understanding that this is not it. There is so much more, and all that exists, that truly exists, is of love. That's beautiful. And I think that so many people would love to have that, that feeling of knowledge and connection and peace, and yet there is something in our society that, that very much shuts that down or shames it. And I don't know if we're afraid of it. I mean, what, what's your guess? Fear. Um, there are only two things that exist in this world, uh, love and fear. And one of them is an illusion. Fear is something that has not happened yet, probably will never happen. But we're afraid of rejection. We're afraid of what people will think, what people will say of something bad happening. So the more fear-based we are, the less love-based we are. The more we can get into that space of love, it's not even trust. People think we have to trust and know everything's going to be okay. When you're in that space of love, when you open that love up inside of you and you allow yourself to go from that space of love, you, you dissolve, if I might use that word, you dissolve the fear and you move forward in this very empowered and powerful way, not power over others, but just power within yourself that exudes from you. And you can move forward without trepidations. Wow. Yes. I, I love that distinction of making it because I think I do think of it as trust, but you're saying it's more the love part. Correct. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you knew that everything was of love, you would be able to trust. So everything goes back to um, when we have a lack of trust, that's really living in a place of fear. Right. Because lack of trust comes from a fear-based 
thought pattern or program. And I want to say this, and I'm, I'm just going to use relationships for the sake of our conversation, but this applies to every area of our life, career, finances, children, everything. So we've had relationships and through, we can have a, a, a 10 year relationship that was uh, eight years, very good, one year, not so good. And then the last year, bad. And then it ends. And all we remember or all we walk away with is that it ended and we failed and this person maybe betrayed us in some way. And we forget about those first eight wonderful years. And But, but we carry that one last end result with us. We can work at a company and this company might have five good years and then the company has to downsize and we are uh, put out of the company. We don't look at that like, okay, there's something better for me now. They have a better plan for me. Instead, we think, oh my God, something has been taken away from me. And all we carry with us is the fact that we were downsized. And we don't think about all the good that we learned and the experiences that we have. We carry that last little bit. Even when people pass, we might have had a great life with them, but the part that we carry that marks us the most is their final exit, their, their, their passing. We don't go back and think about all the good. We just carry that final point, which creates the fear in us. And then we're living from that point rather than all the good that happened prior to those final points. Yes, this is a very interesting way of looking at things. You know, it's just one of those realizations that, yes, that is what we do. And so I guess my question would be, is how do we turn our thoughts around? Like what, how, I mean, I guess just even hearing that we do it and realizing that we do it is the first step of realizing all I'm thinking about is the loss of this love Correct. How sad that is, rather than appreciating the years we had. So, how do you how do you turn that around? Well, um, first, there's just like you said, there's the knowing. I also do hypnosis and clearing work, so I can help people clear the old emotions or old energy out of them and help them turn it around into something positive. Now, if you're not open to doing that and you just want to try to turn it around on yourself, you have to think about statements like, you know, when when one door closes, another door opens. It's so true. And I always say, you know, God's got a better plan with a better man if it doesn't work out in a relationship. You know, you have to have that faith that maybe this isn't happening to you, but it's happening for you. And I'm going to tell you, typically by the time we get to the point where the relationship ends or the job ends, we were wanting something else to begin with. We wanted to move on, but didn't know how. So they just give us that little nudge. And the biggest thing I can say is nothing is happening by happenstance. 
we are having a destiny down here. So you have to know we're not just floundering through life like a fish does through the ocean. There are there is a plan. There is some destiny. Yes, we have free will and we have choice, but there is some destiny in this life. And if there is destiny, that means there's a plan for each and every one of us. Now, that doesn't mean every moment is micromanaged, but it does mean that if something ends, that perhaps there is something better right around the corner. Right. And I, it's, um, it's funny as I, as I sit here because, um, not to go in my story, but I, for many, 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 many years battled with anxiety over losing somebody, um, people dying. And I can see, I very much now believe that when things change in our life, it is something we can take and it is for our benefit. We are going to end up in a better place. And yet I have a hard time seeing that in the context of death. When, especially like if you've lost a child, how, how could we, I look at that or how could we look at that okay. as a way of opening? First, I just want to say, I'm so sorry for your loss. I know how difficult it is to understand things when, when people go back home, as I like to call it. Um, and I understand in the mind we we sometimes in our mind, we can't, we can't come to that space where we can say this was supposed to happen to help me on my journey. But one of the things that I have learned here is that this life is about perfecting love. Now, I want to go one step further and say it's about perfecting love for self that unconditional love for self. So every experience that we have in this life is an experience that is to help us love ourselves because when we are at that space where we love ourselves unconditionally, we have nothing but unconditional love to share with everyone else. The loss of a child, a parent, a sibling can be so daunting upon us and we try to figure out what we did wrong and what we could have done better and one of the things that I've learned about this is that person that we lost or if it especially if it's a child they came in with a very 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 special purpose to teach us how short and fleeting life can be to cherish every single moment and to love unconditionally and wholly while somebody is in your life because tomorrow is not a given for any one of us, not for any one of us. And those who pass that should not or that we believe should not they're teaching us or helping us grasp life more wholly. But sometimes it has the adverse effect where we go into fear and we, we go into a state of, of almost, this is so unfair. How could this happen? And, and those are understandable human 
um, emotions. But if you look at it, and it's very difficult to do from a different perspective of, I was blessed for this long, and I was able to feel this love, and then now I know to have this love for for everyone all the time because it could be anyone at any time that goes back home, it can be helpful. But most of the time we hold on to the grief and the sorrow of someone passing rather than the love um, that we had with that person. I hope that makes sense. And I know that it sounds a bit insensitive, but it truly is why souls come in and go at such a young age. Right. And I actually, I don't think it, it sounds insensitive. It, um, I actually, I'm a little teary. I, I haven't lost a child, but just for some reason, my whole life has been, it, I had that fear and there is a way in which the way you explain it that I can feel the truth of what you're saying. That I, I always say thank you for making that statement, and I'm so sorry for interrupting you. I always tell people you feel the truth when you hear it. Right. Yes. yes. And I definitely do. So thank you very much for that. Absolutely my pleasure. Explanation. And I think a lot of people will can find some um, comfort in in looking and starting to look at things that way, and um, a very um, it's a peaceful way. <laughs> it is. And if I might add, I've had three near death experiences, and I can tell you, during my last near death experience, when I was going home. Um, the tunnel, it's real. It, it exists. It's real. It's, it's a true fact. Uh, but it, it, it doesn't look like a tunnel that we go through on the freeway. But as I was uh, leaving the earthly realm or this plane, I would see my family members and just like with no emotion, no uh, sadness, be like, hey, sis. Hey, mom, like I knew I was leaving them, but I had no concern about that. I was just in this place of pure, unconditional love that was so free and so painless and so the way we are supposed to be when we are here. And it was remarkable it was absolutely remarkable until I saw my two little dogs <laughs> <laughs> and then I said in a second it flashed in like like if you were to take a fast forward camera it flashed in my head if my little dogs had ended up with any family member, what would happen to them? And I instantly in all of my soul or spirit said, I can't go. And I was slammed back into my body. Mm -hmm. So I know on the other side, I know what it's like. I know 
it's pureness and bliss and they want us to be just as free and happy as they are and they're what they do over there like a lot of people want to say what are they doing where do they go what's going on and at first hand i can tell them and second their objective now is to watch over us and help us on our path help us to live here like in that statement on 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 earth as it is in heaven is is a very profound true statement they want us to live here as we do there in that state of pureness and love without the fear um and and in that in those moments that's when we are living like they do on the other side right i can um i i hear that that is uh a wonderful way of of looking at the world and and life and spirit and it's one that honestly i can see um would hope to believe and some i'm being very honest like it would be wonderful to have everybody believe that and we people come on all different spectrums of being open and shut to it yes but if everybody was open to it if everybody had the acceptance of just knowing that it's everything is going to be okay what a shift would take place in this world if we didn't worry every day about finances or love or what our partner is doing or if our children are okay or if we just had that knowing everything is as it is supposed to be and everything is going to be okay right what a shift and the the, the more and and here's the mind blowing part of this or the, the the just the beauty in this is that the more people that have that understanding feeling or knowing then then this plane can shift and then the more people will get it and then we shift again right and, and it, yes 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 it, and it, but the the same is true the other way the same is true the other way right so, so how do you explain and I, i'm fortunately we're getting close to the end and i have a couple questions i okay i'm sorry go ahead no 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 don't be sorry i love listening to this and i i think this is going to be very um interesting and helpful to a lot of people how do you explain then quote unquote, bad things happening in the world. Okay, so uh, we've all heard of the law of attraction and I can go from catastrophic um, events to person, excuse me, personal events. Um, the law of attraction says, as the mind goes, the world will flow. So whatever we are perceiving will happen in our mind, whether it's a fearful thought that we don't want or a positive result that we do want, in some way that has to show up for us because we are the creators of this plane. We were created by the greatest creator to come down here and co-create. And no matter what, what direction we decide to create we have free will to create we will have those same experiences whether they are good or bad 
and and it's up to us to create and co-create an existence that we really want. So some of the the negative things that happen in this world uh, personally are are fears coming true because if we have fears, we have to make them come true. Otherwise, we would be crazy. And not that we're wanting that, but just the fear will bring it to us. And the the bigger, on a bigger level, some of the more uh, like tsunamis or so on and so forth um that that would take a bit to explain but in the shortest possible way i will channel this answer for you in every time that has been relevant in this world there has been a bringing home of people in the masses and so even in this time we will be bringing people home in the masses to rejoin us it is just part of the plan and and that is channeling that answer to get the best understanding of of bigger bigger uh what we call catastrophes right wow there's there's so much to think about here uh and i'm so grateful for you you sharing um, all that you know um, and all that you have discovered. And I guess because I like to send people away, you know, with with something actionable that they can take away and really think about. When you say that people can practice, you know, connecting to their own higher source, how do you recommend they, that they do that? When you're first starting out, the best way is to sit um, peacefully to, to and for many of us it takes many moments to let the mind chatter slow down or go away and one thing I say is is when you're first starting out uh, you take three very slow intentional breaths in and three very slow intentional uh, breaths out but follow that breath in and follow that breath out because when you are following your breath, you cannot think at the same time. You're focused so focused on, on your breath. So as you do the first breath in and the first breath out very slowly and intentionally and following it all the way down and all the way out, by the third breath, you will be in that state where if you choose, you can start to connect. Now, if you need to do five of those breaths or six of those breaths, somewhere in those breaths, you're just going to go into a state of relaxation and be like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. And then from there, you can start to connect slowly. And when you do this, have no fear. Go in with the intention of connecting to pureness, love, your angels, God, whatever it is that you do so call it, and allow that to come in and speak with you. Now, I do want to tell you, you know love when you feel it. Sometimes it will bring tears to your eyes if you connect with it. You'll just have this overwhelming flush feeling in you, and the tears will flow. You just It's a love that is not available in abundance here it's rarely felt here 
But when you connect to that love, it is then your goal to connect again. Wow. Thank you. For I'm, I think that is um, something I will be trying myself today. <laughs> Wonderful. Great. Well, Tony, thank you so much for being here and, and um, taking my, my questions, which are, you know, I, I just really, I'm wanting to grasp all of this and I want to help other people, you know, some of these things are really, um, at least in the circles I'm in, not talked about very much. So I love opening up the conversation. Thank it, it first. It, it's been such an honor and a privilege and a pleasure to be on your show. I'm truly grateful that you did have me as a guest. And yes, I come from a very Western and, and most of my clients, some of them are just bridging into this also. So I think if we come at it with some normalcy, it opens that door a little bit more easily instead of all the woo-woo and gypsy stuff, if you will. Nothing wrong with the woo-woo gypsy stuff, just saying. Right. It just shuts some people down right off the bat so they can't even listen to the message. Right. And I, I was that way for many, many years. So can you remind everybody again where they can learn more about you? Because I'm guessing there were people who are going to want to know more. Absolutely. Um, my website is by far the easiest way to connect with me. Tony, T-O-N-I-G, Tony G dot info is my website. I am also on Facebook and Instagram and um, Twitter, but in all honesty, I just, I don't tweet. I'm sorry, folks, I don't. <laughs> but yes, and on my site, you can see some of my TV shows, my radio shows. You can get on my email list if you do so choose. If not, that's okay, too. I'm good with that. I'm, I'm good no matter what. I'll love you no matter what. <laughs> right. So thank you, Tony. Thank you again. And to all of you listeners, thank you again for being here and for um, listening to different ways of, of really showing up in the world and trying on some new ideas. So between now and next time, remember that you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Thank okay. you. Thanks. Bye. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 